it just makes sense to lighten that load um, to have help. You know, you can get more. I think I had a, a, another good mentor say you can do a lot on your own, but if you start ha having other people around you, you can get a lot further. I, I, I keep it real and stay flipping keys. No way. Eating good. I got a lot on my plate, but this is what I wanted. So I can't complain. The Minority Reports podcast, where we keep it real estate and entrepreneurship education for the minority of 3% action takers. Here's your host, Billy the Kid and co-host Dan Delgado. Is that, is that, was that like the scary one because it's Halloween? Yeah, I, yeah, that was whack. I, I tried being spooky. <laughs> uh, no, I, I wasn't even thinking about Halloween, but anyway, Halloween. Halloween. Yep, cheers to that. You're dressed up as a Raiders you fan. You like that? <laughs> I'm a Raiders fan today. Cheers. It's a, their bye week. Um, so this is airing out Friday. So those of you watching, the Crawford song is out today. Is it today? It's, well, Friday. This oh, Friday, when the fifth, yeah, gotcha. yeah. So since we're, we were just talking, that's why I asked you gotcha, gotcha. when this was airing. So the Crawford fight is out today, now, everywhere. Crawford so song. Check it out. Terrence Crawford. Let's just search that. Okay. <laughs> Can I listen to it before? Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, I need I'm to show it to, it to me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I need to show it to you. My bad, my bad. How, how's everything going though, man? Good, man. Um, It's kind of weird. Like my side businesses have been just like <laughs> blowing up this last couple of weeks yeah. i'm like oh shit i haven't like prepared for this so yeah, i should probably yeah. do something about it some video stuff yeah huh? some video stuff and then the commercial cleaning company deal yeah like, we picked up a bunch of accounts and yeah. i was like oh wow like this is uh i haven't even tried anything and here we go but imagine if i start actually trying yeah yeah no that's but, good bro yeah yeah, yeah no some nice nice additional yeah, streams yeah. of income is always nice yeah yeah nice nice what yep. about you well i got uh I won't announce that I'm. I like to speak things into existence, but I'm gonna wait. This week we have a big you got interview. A big yeah. interview, man. Well, we'll announce it on the next one, and we'll probably do like a show about it or something. I don't know. Or, yeah, that'd be cool. Just yeah, or maybe like experience. I was thinking like the book too, since my mm -hmm. book is pretty much almost done. Yeah, to actually ready to come out. But anyways, yeah, we. I'm doing a big interview, so can't wait to talk about that. And um, yeah, I've been looking at other streams of income too. Just thinking out loud with my book coming out and stuff. Um, I think I am going to look into some coaching, do some coaching out there, help out more people. Um, just because I, I was sitting there thinking like the book, it's like, okay, yeah, you can take parts out of that book. But then um, if you, you know, if I, if I could sit down one-on-one -on -one with somebody and actually like guide them, then that'll make me feel better. So, cause a lot of people need guidance at the end of the day. I think that's, I think for me, like with me, with my coaching, a lot of it is accountability. It's okay. not even so much guidance, but like, like I know what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I put on like, I think since COVID hit, I did the math. I was like, I put on like 40 pounds. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I know how to lose weight. Like I was in really good shape, you know, years ago. And I'm like, yeah, damn, dude, I, know, I know, I know what to do. <laughs> he's creeped on my Facebook. He's like, he's like, so like, I know what to do. I just need someone to like hold me accountable. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should hit up Liza and see if she can <laughs> get a membership. With, with me back in the same. 2022, bro. There you go. 2022 I'll start January. I'm waiting until January 1st. Until then, I'll keep drinking these beers. But what, what book of the week you got this week, man? Oh, man, it's it's a horrible one. It's a little book called The Power of Being Uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, God. By, <laughs> by an author, Billy Duckhead. <laughs> no, actually, so, so I do want to talk about it. And... Um, partially because I, I finally finished reading it <laughs> this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. I know it's taking me a really long time to, to get to it but um I had to like sit down like okay I gotta, I gotta like you know fit. and it and I, actually I was talking to our, our guest over text or a few weeks or a couple few days ago and we we're talking about how sometimes like 
you get into like funks with like not reading and yeah. type of thing, or like you get into books and you just can't finish them type thing. Mm-hmm. But yours, man, like, well, first I want to say, man, like I, I am proud of you for doing this. Thanks, I know man. this has been appreciate a big deal for, for you, but more importantly, I hope that you're really proud of yourself. Right, um, right. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Cause the book is really, it's really well done. I can tell there's a lot of thought put into it. And what I really appreciate about it too, is that you, um, you, you do it in your style. Like you're not holding back. You're not trying to be something that you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, for those of you who haven't gotten a chance to see like the first draft or anything, I mean, you'll have it out soon, but the book is essentially, you know, kind of a little bit of a biography about you, but then also about what I love is that you use a lot of examples of like, so you'll, you'll start the chapter with a a concept, but then you'll use your own life's experiences to Mm -hmm. show you how you are actually, you know, walking the talk. Mm -hmm. Like you're giving advice and the power you're giving advice, but you're also like, like, okay, so I'm not just going to tell you what to do. But I'm going to show you how I have did it and how it's helping me. And so, like, every chapter is just kind of just like a different lesson. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's the route you were trying to take. Yeah, really. That's yeah. kind of what I grabbed from it. Yeah. But it's 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 it's, uh, it's a Cinderella story. You know, honestly, when you think about it, it's just like you came from nothing. Mm-hmm. And you give all these examples of of all the times you've, you've made just, you know, you force yourself to be in an uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. and how that has benefited you. And it's really never let you down. Mm-hmm. But then you also are very sure... To mention that don't just take, you know, risks for the take of, sake of taking risks. Yeah. You are you talk a lot about calculated risk and about really thinking about them. So, um, so I think it is, that, you know, that was probably one of the biggest take that I wanted to mention because it's like we're always pushing people, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, do it, hey, right. do it, do it. But it's like no, if so, you just jump in. And, so I got a funny story. Yeah. Uh, I was a, uh, I had. I forgot what I put something on someone's Facebook deal. Oh, someone was saying, oh, someone put his posted a meme and I, his, my buddy's name is Locke and I'm sure he's listening, but he's like, uh, he put this meme up about, it was like, you know, there's no way we were put on earth to freaking work mm-hmm. 60 some years and pay taxes or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's gotta be more life than this. And essentially he was talking about the freedom that, that you don't have when yeah. you have that type of deal. And so I, I commented like cough, like in parentheses, invest in real estate cough. and then then like he responded like oh dude like you know let's sit down or let's go grab a beer and talk about it and then somebody else responded to that and like hey yeah i want to join and then somebody else responded to that and i had like a little meetup basically at a bar (laughs) like a couple weeks later and it was just us like talking and then these guys had a lot of questions and so i i you know i thought it was just gonna be like a quick hour-long thing and i ended up being at the bar for like four hours um a freaking like stripper uh birthday party bus showed up so that was interesting yeah but anyway, I said at a strip joint no, like, i mean that could be a meetup too but uh no so then <laughs> so, yeah, so one of my other older buddies uh buddies that i've known for a long time showed up and he works in construction and he like messed up his shoulder really bad um at work and so now he's on uh not disability, but like workers comp. Okay. And so, I mean, he's like needing a couple surgeries and it's been like almost a year now. He's not really quite sure what's going on, but this guy has done like a lot of, I mean, he's been in construction his entire life mm-hmm. and he's like, I can tell he's kind of just feeling down. Like he doesn't feel useful or productive because he's just like not doing what he loves to do. And so I do like, yeah, I think mostly what he does is, is concrete. Mm-hmm. So I was like, do something with the concrete, man. Like mm-hmm. you can start your own, like you have all the contacts, you have the knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like, why aren't you like you, it would take you because you, I mean, you do concrete, but mm-hmm. like you don't freaking have your own concrete. Like, uh, I don't know. It's like the, the, the place that makes the concrete. Right, right. What is like that called? A mixer. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't have that. You guys rent it from the concrete companies, yeah. whatever, you know? So well, I was like, it, you know, real quick with that, the concept that I always tell people, it's like, 
perfect example that you just brought up because it's like Uber. They're the biggest taxi company. They don't own they don't one own taxi. Yeah, exactly. You know, same with uh, Airbnbs. Right. The and biggest just, stay just, plays, but they don't own. Which is about having the systems in place. <laughs> yeah. so that's what I was telling him. And I and I was rambling. I could tell I was rambling. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I had to stop myself because like, I don't mean to be preachy. I just see that you have a humongous opportunity here. And I think that you're just like letting it go, mm-hmm. you know, because you're afraid or whatever the case is. And by the end of that talk, he was like, he seemed motivated to like actually start looking into doing something. So I see what you're saying when we like push people and yeah. like maybe a little bit too much, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. And I mean, I've heard people quit in their jobs, you know, after watching this. And it's and that's why I feel like that chapter was important because it's yeah. like and, and d- I'm not even telling you not to. It's more like, hey, just watch how you move. Because, uh, you know, I mentioned it on that chapter where I could have quit my job when I was rapping. You know, back then I didn't own any real estate or any other companies. It was just my music. I had already kind of calculated how how much merch I needed to sell, how many shows. And uh, I was already working part time, um, well, like four days. And then Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I would hit the road. So I kind of I had a calculator, but I still waited. I'm like, you know what? Let me wait. Yeah. Same with even when I own a few doors, uh, it was like, okay, I'm, I can pay off my bills, but you know what? Let me wait. So you just got to, what you'll know when you're ready, but calculate it. Right. Calculate it. And so that was, that was a big theme that I can yeah. definitely tell in your book, but um, sorry, I'm rambling on about no, it, but, no. but it was, I mean, it was, like I said, it's, it's really awesome. And again, I hope you're, you're proud of yourself because all those around you, we're, we're really proud of you. Appreciate too, it. So. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. So pre-order the book. Um, we'll, I, I want to do an episode. Uh, we should do we like, a, like, do like, like a reading chapter or, or, yeah, chapter or something. Yeah. yeah. So cool. we'll, we'll do that. But yeah, today, man, we have a special guest. Yeah. Old friend of mine, actually. I'm I'm for a long time. I know you're ready. <laughs> Let's bring him in. Right. <laughs> We're back. back. I like it. I like it. How you doing, man? Doing good. I made it. I finally made it on the podcast. <laughs> I told both these guys, I've been. If I, if I made it to this podcast, I'd made it. So man, that's awesome. Yeah, cheers to that. Yeah. Cheers to that. We, we, we even get to put his name uh, <laughs> yeah. on the intro right. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So, so tell us uh, who you are and what you do, man. So I'm Joe. Um, I started my own small business in 2017. Just had to kind of take a leap, kind of got tired of my, you know, nine to five. And in the however many years, just kind of one turn to another, you know, surround myself around good people. And then within this last year, actually, uh, I bought my first flip. Um, Honestly, a lot of it's because of this podcast. Keep Uh, keep him busy, man. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've been, you know. But the thing is, I wake up every morning and I don't dread working. Um, Sundays, I I go to bed, like, not dreading a Monday. And I think that was kind of the big thing that i'm yeah. i'm most proud of right yeah now. That, that's so. i feel like that's the the happiness right there yeah. man once you don't dread a sunday that's like right. yeah. <laughs> yeah so dan why are you looking at i was like, like dude i wouldn't know man <laughs> <laughs> i'm in my sunday Today dread right sunday, now right? Yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, in my sunday yeah, dread. Yeah, yeah. So. but uh yeah no you're doing awesome things man uh, i want to take it back though uh we always like to pick your brain um mm-hmm. way back and i guess not so much pick your brain but your story yeah. uh where are you from right so uh start out with i think i i'm one of the lucky ones i hit the lottery when i was three weeks old uh i was actually adopted when i was three weeks old out of the philippines uh mm. my dad was in the military or he married to my mom well i call my mother my mother and father mm-hmm. uh so you know back then you could kind of pick from the litter and i i got lucky so uh-huh. um, wow. that's what brought me here uh we my dad was still in the military but we moved to nebraska when i was two and mm. then uh, he retired from the military when we were four, and then we moved to Lincoln. And then kind of the rest, you know, uh, he uh, was working for the railroad for a while, and then he worked corrections for a bit. And 
And then uh, my mom, I mean, she's, you know, born and raised in the Philippines with not much in her life. So she worked her tail off too to make sure that we had a, a good, you know, a good home at the house. So I'm pretty, pretty proud of both my parents, you know, for awesome. doing what they did. Yeah. So, uh, so where were you born then in the Philippines? You yeah, said? Yeah, okay. So yeah. you were born in yeah, the Philippines. We were born okay. In the Philippines. Okay. Yeah. And then uh where was your dad uh so I, like he just came to Lincoln? Like that was it? Like uh, was there any other states? Here. Uh I think he wanted to live with his you know, near his his parents and they okay. lived in Bellevue, but he didn't want to live too close. Yeah. I think, you know. Okay. But, so we moved here to Lincoln and okay. that's brought him here. So Okay. Yeah. And uh what was the teaching like at home growing up? Did they uh, <laughs> different? And I know that we could redo some things. Maybe some things would be different. Uh, we don't have regrets, you know. We, mm -hmm. we learn from everything. Oh yeah. Uh, so both of them were pretty hell bent on making sure my English was good. Uh, and my dad, being a military, being a military kid, actually didn't know a lick of Spanish, even though we has we have the Hispanic last name. Uh, so he actually knows more Japanese than anything, which is weird. Mm -hmm. But because that's where what he was around in his junior high and middle school or in high school stuff. So, uh, and my mom didn't really push for me to learn Tagalog that the Filipino language. So they were really, you know, let's keep this kid in, in the English, you know, which is funny. And I don't know, I think you might've said something on one of your other podcasts, eighth grade, my Spanish teacher kind of uh, lectured my dad, like he's struggling in this class and he should be doing a lot better <laughs> because, you know, you guys are a Hispanic family with your last name. <laughs> and my dad's like, uh, we actually aren't like a Spanish speaking family. Yeah. So yeah, that was really awkward. <laughs> my dad and that teacher. And so she kind of lightened up on me a little bit. So. I mean, we both did horrible in Spanish in high school. Yeah, like, we yeah. talk about that all the yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. When, and it's because it's Spain Spanish. And then uh, my thing was I skipped that class yeah. a lot because I was thinking, oh, and I think it was like the last class of the day or something. Right. So it was like, psh, like yeah. I, I don't need that class. I'll be fine. And then I would show up to take the test, and sure so enough, I would fail. Bomb, <laughs> like yeah, almost yeah. fail because yeah. it was the different Spanish. Right. So I was just a bad student. Yeah. So, <laughs> and yeah, uh, did you go to school then? Uh, uh, like after high school, and I stuff, did or? one quarter at Lincoln School of Commerce, not you know over by Lincoln High actually, and mm -hmm. uh, wasn't for me. Yeah. What What about it wasn't for you? Uh, I'll get the best example I have. Uh, the no structure at the time. I mm -hmm. needed that structure. Uh, we walked into one of the, like it was like an English class, and she wrote on the board, "Not going to be here today. Do this, this, and this, and oh. you guys are good to go." So what did I do? I packed my stuff up and split. I didn't even write out the, write out the plan. I just yeah. left, and I needed more structure back then. Um, so yeah, and then just. I don't know, paying a lot of money for something mm. for a it's, lot of you know, stuff. I kind of felt like I already knew. What's yeah, really interesting yeah. about that is that you didn't have enough accountability to yourself back then yeah. to even do an assignment, but now you own your own business. Right. Where you yeah, are, I know. You have to be. <laughs> right. It's kind of funny how yeah. that works, right? Yep. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's, that's why it's like when my kids bring uh, homework, it's like, uh, <laughs> right. yeah. like you, but that, but you know, I tell them that's your job right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that yeah. you have to bring some good grades, but, um, so during school then, like before you graduated high school, what, what were you thinking at that time? Like, was it, okay, I'm going to go get a job. Like no direction, okay. no direction at all. I was working Taco Bell as a shift manager, barely wanted to go to school. I had to have a talk with my dad. Actually. I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, so basically we just did the math. He, you know, we're like, you only need X amount of credits. So I only had to do like four classes my senior year. Mm -hmm. 
uh, for the whole year. He's like, I just want you to go to school. You know, I don't want you to drop out or anything like that. So I appreciate that. But those four classes were just rough for me. I think mm -hmm. I just, you know, I felt like I'm going to move on to bigger and better things. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, what bigger, better things? Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. You know, no, you so, didn't yeah, know then. no clue. Yeah. Um, so then after we, I graduated high school, I tried the, you know, the junior college thing and just couldn't, just couldn't grasp onto it. And then, you know, Taco Bell to Kawasaki, and that wasn't for me either. Oh, I worked at Kawasaki yeah, for like two gosh. weeks. Uh, you got to be, you got to be tough. To How work long were you there? Uh, I made it uh, one year, wow. and so I could get that because I, I made my only goal was to get that one week vacation. <laughs> <laughs> so I made it one year. And I'm like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. After that, I got the one week vacation. I was like, never I'm came back. Never came vacation. back. <laughs> yep. yep, never came back to the vacation. Actually, yep. And then I started working corrections from there. I turned 21 and then did that for 12, 13 years, I think. Oh wow! Yeah. So you were there for yeah, a, yeah, a while. What yeah. What would you say is like the average length that someone does that? Corrections it short. used to be like one to two years. Now I'm not sure. I don't think it's very long if you do the averages. So it's kind of changed. It's change its direction a little bit Could, what, so. what what can you i mean i've always found that as like i think I, I thought about that at some point too because it always seems like a good paying steady job and you get a ton of overtime right but like what what was that like i just i just could never like fathom working in a because uh, it wasn't at the pen yeah it was at the pen uh i'll be honest i'm not the biggest guy in the room right now <laughs> you know so it was pretty intimidating uh yeah, they all probably look like us. And not to go too much into it, but it's definitely a lot different. Um, and with all honesty, back then it was it's different than it is now, of course. Um, shout out to the corrections people uh that are still working there. I've got a lot of good friends there. Uh my biggest thing, it was more of a mental drain than anything. Yeah. Uh, it's not physical work. You're just constantly trying to make sure you're doing everything right, you know, make sure you're talking to people the right way you know you can't be disrespectful there uh you know it's just one it's just not the right thing to do right. but sometimes there's people trying to trigger you whether it's um, you know whatever environment you're in mm -hmm. so yeah i mean and that's kind of what led me into doing the business part was you know i was just kind of tired of waking up every day just dreading you know what am I going to get into today type stuff. That, that was, yeah. That's a long time too. Yeah. That is a really long time. 12 years. Yeah. That's... I think I'm above average on the amount of time I, I work there. So And, and, and they give you a lot of overtime, right? Oh, as much overtime as you want back then. I had, uh, where, where I used to work at, uh, I used to do training classes and um, I'll never forget this lady that she started um, at my job at the time and it was an office job, so she was really happy, and it was just telephone, you know, customer service, nothing fancy, but she was happy to leave uh, that environment, and one thing she said that I'll never forget is she's like, Billy, it's like I did, so she worked there for like nine years, she's like, I did nine years, nine years in the pen, is what she said. Yeah. She's like, I, it was literally like me being locked up, I was like, huh. Never thought of it that way. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. She's like, I mean, yeah, the only difference, I could leave, but I had to be back you know, early in the morning, stay late. Like, yep. um, you know, I don't know, yep. but that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it was definitely different. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, so let let's fast forward. Then uh, you mentioned, like, so what during that time? Like, did you were you learning anything, or like, what made you make the jump? Like, right, uh, and that was the thing. Um, probably about ten years into it, I started thinking to myself, man, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. But what else do I have going for you? You know. Um, at the time, though, I just started running. Um, another shout out to my running community. Uh, those are the ones who really pushed me. Like you, 
you know, you're not better than anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm not better than anybody. But at the same time, if you feel like this isn't for you, you got to find something else. So I actually started with like three business plans. Uh, I don't want to tell you about the two failure ones. I mean, we fail all the time. But, well, uh, we want to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. the worst so, thing you can yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll bring it up. Let's yeah. start with plan one. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I just started writing. I worked on three business plans. I was going to do a franchise, uh, fitness oh, camp. Before uh, you get into yeah. it, what, like did you how did you learn how to write plans or was it just you writing so yeah we can get into that too uh i actually i i just told a friend of mine because she's uh doing the business administration thing Mm -hmm. we have to do a business plan and ask me for help so i'm not the one to help you um i basically had a notebook and i just wrote everything Mm -hmm. i could think of uh and then i took it somewhere and the guy kind of laughed at me like what is this like this is scattered you don't have projections you Mm -hmm. don't have your budget you know your marketing looks okay stuff like that so it's uh you got to play by the rules or you know and Mm -hmm. i just i my business plans were honestly atrocious you know they're both basically just an idea you know Um, which is amazing though because you made the jump yeah Yeah. and and that you know i'm sure I can guarantee you, if you were to write another one right now, you'd probably learn a few things. Yeah, since. probably look a little bit more. <laughs> well, not more just that, but like how many people would not even write it because they're like, "Oh, I don't know how to write it." Oh well, guess yeah, I'll do it. Right. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was your first business then? Uh, the first well Our idea, idea. <laughs> the, yeah, of the three, I, I was gonna do some kind of a retail store. I didn't, you know, I didn't have the capital for that, and I was gonna do some kind of fitness camp thing. You know, um, that kind of had some. You know, I just ran a few stop signs then, and then. Started working on the detailing thing, something that I've always liked doing, doing over the weekends, helping friends, you know, which I learned really quick that on the business side, it's a lot different than cleaning your buddy's cars, you know. Uh, And then a really good friend of mine said, hey, I'm actually a commercial real estate, you know, agent. Uh, Let me help you find something. And that was kind of awkward because I've been running, you know, marathons with this guy for years and didn't know what his job was. (laughs) And then so he found me three walls and a garage door and, you know, uh, helped me out. uh, That company helped me out a ton. The rent was, you know, real easy to make and everything like that. And so I just kind of put in the two weeks. I was terrified to put in my two weeks. I, I, the most unprofessional thing I ever did was write my two weeks notice to my boss, who I look as a friend now and I slid under the door and, and ran. <laughs> but, oh man, you know, and she called me like, is this a joke? And I'm like, no, I got to quit. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I can't wait for her to watch this. <laughs> she still She's has my laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. um, they use that in training probably now. Hey, right. this is not this how is not to um so a few things that i got out of there uh i like how you took action and we were talking about that uh so you said two weeks into that garage is when you just quit your job uh probably yeah once i i i looked at the garage and you know i had all the kind of numbers of what i was going to spend on supplies and equipment and everything like that and again still didn't really know really what i was going to do and how this was going to go down uh i had a some retirement saved up. I know that might be a big no-no, but you know, I I had to get out of there, and then I had money saved up. My personal fund saved. Well, hold up. on, real quick. You yeah. said that might be a big no-no, but right. was it a big no-no for you? No, not. I tell everybody, don't be scared to do. Yeah, that. I don't know if that's bad advice, but no, I say cash it in, and if you're confident what you're doing, do it. Um, I've made that money back, the penalties and the mm-hmm. taxes and stuff like yeah. that. I know it's scary and we're kind of grouped not to do that, but mm-hmm. I did it. And I think, you know, it obviously so, paid off. Right. Yeah. I feel like it did. Um, 
So it seems like when you made that that jump, like you were almost like desperate to leave your job. Was um, there something that not on the desperate, but you were really ready? Yeah, it was pretty desperate. What, what, I was desperate. What? what uh, <laughs> was there something that triggered that? I mean, because uh, I mean, I'm sure over time, but like right. it seems like you were like, okay, this is it. And like yeah. when you when you slipped the, the note under the door, like <laughs> um, honestly, I think I've always wanted to have some kind of my own business. I could talk for you know an hour about how many things i failed at you know i've tried the multi-level marketing companies that didn't work out for me i tried selling t-shirts i tried i tried selling pogs when we were in the sixth grade you know and that you know that wasn't real profitable so i mean i think i've always wanted to do something like that and you know you just get and again nothing was wrong with corrections just wasn't for me and i think i finally just kind of had my breaking point and it's like it's time to go um so yeah i i was desperate for doing something that i wanted to do i just didn't feel like am i going to do this for another 20 years you know i just i don't think i would have made it it. was it yeah uh so were you married at the time that you know uh and another shout out to my amazing wife she was just my girlfriend at the time uh we started dating in january and then uh by march even she kind of pushed me too and said you got to do it like i'm confident in you you know we've had a list of people that you know we're not confident that you know we've all had you're an idiot you don't know what you're doing Mm -hmm. you don't do that Mm -hmm. you have a great job you have a great career ahead of your stuff uh but she said you know we can't we can't move forward in our relationship if you're gonna do this job because it's obviously just not for you so she helped me out a ton uh to get things going a lot of support and everything there were times where she'd come in and help me clean windows at eight o'clock at night because i didn't know what i was doing with bookings and stuff i'd overbook or something like that so um and then so that in may we opened the business and then i think it wasn't even a year later i asked her to marry me so nice then, yep so we're good i hope <laughs> <laughs> as of today yeah, as of right now, so. um you were mentioning that some people were saying like oh you're an idiot can you oh, speak yeah. a little more to that oh, yeah. to those experiences and oh, those gosh, people yeah. saying that kind of uh-huh. stuff too? yeah and it was up until i mean i think i still get that sometimes today i mean i have you know a thousand ideas a day of different entrepreneurship things i want to do but that was pretty scary mm-hmm. uh when i was talking about putting my two weeks in and when I was, you know, saying, you know, I think I can't do corrections. I'm going to start this detailing thing. First question, what are you going to do about insurance, you idiot? You know, it's like, I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, you do know that there's overhead. It's like, yeah, I know that, you know, (laughs) I mean, those are the easy things, but uh, yeah. And sometimes that negative reinforcement, I remember someone specific that was, you know, no, I wouldn't say close to me, but it was like, you don't do it. Like, just don't do this. Like, you have no clue what you're getting into and everything. And sometimes that kind of fuels fuels my fire a little bit. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah. I've, I've had my share of that. We've, yeah. we've talked about that where, you know, mm-hmm. uh, started rapping and like, oh, yeah. for and it's funny because it's like, at first it's like one of those where it's like, uh, oh, uh, it's your first album, so it's not going to do nothing. And then, like, every every level that you reach, there's always something, you know, they're going to say. Even, I'm sure even where you're at now, where obviously you got your shop now, and then, uh, which we'll talk a little bit more in the show, but mm-hmm. doing your first uh, real estate investment, I'm yeah. sure you heard some stuff. Because oh, yeah. I think we we talked a little bit about it, where oh, yeah. some people were kind of like, oh, man, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't think this is it. Yeah. If you could speak on that, yeah. too. Um, and just a shout out to the podcast. Well, we'll just get into that right now. Uh, this podcast is what got me to my first flip, uh, my first deal. 
in August of this year. Um, been listening to the podcast from the first episode on, and every time, like, man, I got this is something you've always wanted to do. Just do it, you know. And then um, I have my list. I have a, I have a what I call a top five list of people that I reach out to uh, once a week. Uh, so, yep, you get it and you get it. Mm-hmm. Every week I bother you guys with something and then the other three people uh, <laughs> as more of a mentorship slash, you know, guidance. Yep. But, uh, yeah, at one point you just got to just do it. Um, and I figured uh, I have enough uh, confidence in myself. My wife and I have confidence in each other. Um, like kind of like what you told me, like if your wife's not behind you on this, maybe you might shouldn't do it. That was the first thing when he told me he wanted yeah. to do it. I was yeah. like, dude, like what, how does your wife feel about it? Because right. yeah. I've, I've learned like if your wife's not, yeah. you know, so, behind it. Yeah. Um, and she's the, op- you know, she is what I think is the big success for this business. Um, like all of this here, um, I've been wanting to So she to do should it. have been on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, I asked her. Uh, Did you really? Yeah. 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 I, I compared her, you know, I'm like, you're the one that the solid, she's the solid of all of this. Um, she makes sure that Joe doesn't go and buy uh, a $5,000 piece of equipment that I really don't need. Mm-hmm. I see something I'm like, oh, this can help the business. Why pump the brakes? So back to the real estate thing, you know, I've been always talking, we've been talking about, talking about, talking about it. And then we went and looked at a house and she goes, this is it. This is the one to get. Um, uh, we had a good friend help us with the plan on it, the, you know, ran the comps with us, uh, what would it take for the rehab and everything like that. So that was a huge help and everything. Um, and then I probably messaged you guys and a couple others, like what this with this, this, and this, what should I do here? And she goes, when she said, figure it out and just get it just let's just do this and figure it out i was like heck yeah so and we're working on it i've got a couple, couple more things that i got lined up and yeah, yeah we're we, moving we gotta forward. go yeah. install some carpet <laughs> right, and you know, send my, bring it my construction right. company yeah, right. do yeah. Some, shout out to I, new I, era yeah, yeah hopefully soon it gets yeah. here we've been right. waiting for a while anyways yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for the carpet dude everything's on a cargo i know seriously but no that's awesome uh so okay that that was great uh let me take it back a little bit um so how because i think one of the biggest things that i've noticed uh and then even me personally uh before i took the jump right to leave my job or whatever um what was the first like month uh was it i mean did you barely get by or like you know the first few months like how was i started the business yeah because i feel like that was my biggest concern was how am I going to pay my bills yeah. and, you know, my right. family, you know, yeah. I had kids so, already. And- yeah. Single guy. Uh, I owned my home and the, mm-hmm. uh, the house payment wasn't too expensive. And like I said, I, I made my retirement kind of my slush fund too. Uh, and I got super scared, of course. So uh, I kind of, this is really weird, I guess. So three out of the seven days for dinner, it was uh, ramen noodles just to keep myself in check and to be cheap. Cause I didn't want to blow through all my, my money. I, I'd seen some guys who quit and cash in the retirement and then you know six months a year two years later had to come back i'm like i can't do that you know mm-hmm. once i set on something or stop something you know i'm not coming back to it um so tons of fear in that and uh try to live as cheap as i could until we got you know and again the overhead on the shop the first shop was you know almost mm-hmm. enough, close to nothing mm-hmm. so i could have a bad month or something like that and still be okay um so yeah, I, I tried to live as cheap as I could that first. So that's good. So yeah. you so you started watching budgeting a lot, basically. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, and th- that's what you have to do. Uh, part you know part of that interview that I'm doing. Uh, I'm gonna talk about that where where it's like 
you have to hustle hard. Like, mm-hmm. you know, n- nowadays I have people that will kind of look at me like, oh, you don't do shit, you know, yeah. and, and it's, you know, and he doesn't. being funny, <laughs> <laughs> like being funny or whatever. But uh, it's like, yeah, but, but there's levels to this, right? Yeah. So like when I first, you know, started, it's like all I did was work, you know, mm-hmm. whether it was the nine to five. I mean, mm-hmm. for me, it was like, 7 to 10 p.m. It wasn't a 9 to 5, you know, working yeah. overtime and, and building whatever I could off of that. Uh, so you have to work hard and then you graduate to the next level where it's now that you've worked hard, now you work smarter. <clears throat> yeah. and, and, you know, it seems like that's kind of the path right. that you're taking yeah. now. With I think everything. That's, that's like entrepreneurship in general. Mm-hmm. Though I feel like, um, you know, whether it's, you know, a musician or, you know, having a shop or real estate, whatever it is, I feel I think for you to have to to gain that freedom it's very front end heavy yeah, oh yeah you have to put a ton of work on the front end but you don't have to do it for very long right. like you know how many people have we talked to that like they hustled 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 for two four six years and then it kind of got easy at that point and now you can kind of not necessarily coast but you're not putting in that work like you used to because now you're actually reaping the benefits of the front end work that you did so like Whereas you think about like a W-2 type job, it's like it never stops. It's a very mm-hmm. consistent yeah. and you never get, you know, you get your week off every once in a while type thing, but you don't really get to reap those benefits until you're 60 something and you retire and you're going to die in 10 years anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, um, yeah, because I can, that's kind of how like I, I don't say I justify things, but like when I'm having a hard time with like, you know, running essentially like three businesses and then, you know, being a dad and being a husband and uh, having a day job, I'm like, I always kind of tell myself that like, okay, this is the front end stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is where you put the work yeah, in because in a few years, I'm going to be able to be living like Billy. No, and, and yeah, it, th- those, those are great points that Dan just make uh, or made because that's literally how it was for me. Like, I, and you know, at the time when I was doing that, everybody around me was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to the club. Come on. What? You're not going. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm staying here to record or, you know, he'd be like, and, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rapping at the club. actually." <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that, uh, that, you know, that's how it is. And, and once you get through that, that hustle hard mode, you know, or I guess you always hustle yeah. hard, but right. then you start hustling smarter, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of what the goal needs to be when you get in this yeah. path. Yeah. And like I said, that's what oh, I yeah. see in you. Yeah. And I remember just a quick story. When I, during that first year, you know, I told you I was eating ramen three nights a week or whatever. Uh, my buddy took me out to lunch and he goes, you guys, you want me to get this or you got it? I'm like, hey, man, can you get this one? Like, it's it's getting a little rough on the, you know, on my budget. You know, so I actually that day I was like, man, I cannot wait until I can buy this dude lunch and like repay him for all the stuff that he helped me out with, mm-hmm. with the building and everything mm-hmm. like that. And actually it was just this last week we went to lunch and I was like, I could, I never felt so good to say, Hey man, I got this. And it's like the little things like yeah. that. Um, yeah. So, um, so we can talk a little bit more about the, the shop itself. Okay. Um, uh, you know, you've, you've grown it to like where it, you know, it can sustain you. Mm-hmm. obviously and then now on top of that now you can also even have extra to invest in right. which is like ultimately it's the, it's the goal you know yeah, yeah. when you started this was any of that like part of your plan right. or did you kind of just get interested in real estate investing and like oh well i can kind of right. move things around yeah uh so i feel like when you're trying to grow a business you i pivot a lot um, and I always tell people too, like all the stuff, all the stuff we're selling here, we, you might not see next year cause we might make a different contract or something like that. So I, when I first started in 2017, 
It was basically, let's just get this figured out now. You might be detailing for the next 20 years on your own, you know, because that's how you make the most money. Um, just do it by yourself. And that was kind of not, you know, obviously not the goal. You know, you're just, oh, that's a bad idea now. Um, so then... Because Again. you just did like the storefront, right? Like the stuff uh, that, we, that we had behind us here. No. Uh, oh, yeah. Just started this. Yeah. yeah. Started it last year. Okay. Uh, to start selling retail stuff. Um, but then pivoted to, you know, if I want to start doing real estate or start doing other op like this itself, I got to hire help. And another one of those negative things, man, you know, you got to pay taxes on that. You got to pay workman's comp on hiring somebody. You know, you got to pay them a wage. And right now, you mcdonald's is paying 15 dollars now how are you going to compete with that again just take i just took the leap like we found a kid who was a go-getter who also to me is like a little junior entrepreneur himself that um we hired him in april and i didn't realize it but i'm actually making a little bit more having him here because we're able to get a few isn't more that crazy guys. yeah oh yeah i didn't I thought i was like i made a budget on how much we were going to lose and we ended up gaining because again he's a good good kid and it just frees up more time for me to do other things and then since then we hired this kid in april um we actually hired another person in october to help me with more day-to-day -day stuff because you know i i don't like saying but it's like oh my gosh i'm just so busy but really no i just have have it all figured out on my time on what i'm going to spend on you know the detail shop part the uh, marketing part the storefront part and then now we're adding real estate we want to add real estate so um, it just makes sense to lighten that load um, to have help. You know, you can get more. I think I had a, a, another good mentor say you can do a lot on your own, but if you start having other people around you, you can get a lot further. You know? Yeah, I mean, certain, it's like what yeah. you, you can go fast on your own, but you can go further That's with others. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's so true. You know, and um, before we started recording, you were talking about your mentality on leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you know what I'm referring to, but. Uh, can you speak a little bit to how you your attitude is towards um, how you're basically developing these right. employees of yours? Yeah. Like, what's yeah. your goal? Oh, yeah, definitely. The goal is, uh, okay, if I say his name, his name is Jacob. Uh, we'd like for him to actually take over the majority of the detail side of things. Um, we believe in him. Um, we think he's a good person. He's young. He's willing. He's like a sponge. He's willing to learn. So I don't really need to be back there micromanaging him or whatnot. And I don't want to hold him back either. Um, so we sat down with him and talked to him about what goals he wants and everything like that. And so we're not going to tell, you know, the door is open for you to get as much out of this as you want. But, you know, if you wake up one morning and if you're dreading coming in here, like I was dreading going to work, then what can I do to get you, you know, in the a direction you want to go to? He might wake up tomorrow and say, hey, I want to go my own way and start my own shop. I want to go mobile or something. And we're not going to hold him back on that. We're going to do what we can to help him out. Uh, same with our assistant, uh, Maddie. Um, she has a couple side hustles that she does. Uh, whatever she kind of wants to do, we're going to help her down that road. Because um, to me, my goal is to make it so they're they're so successful. Maybe I can get deals from them. Maybe they'll help me out in yeah. the in the long run. So that's a great culture to have. It is. Right? It's. Yeah. I mean, I was just like mind blown when he was telling me that yeah. because I think a lot of times you know bosses will mm -hmm. be like you know if if what Jacob the name yeah, or Matty either yeah, one of them you know yeah. if if you see how they're like they have their own aspirations and their own goals. Right. I've worked at so many places where 
they try to hold you down. They don't want oh, yeah. you to have oh, those goals yeah. because oh, yeah. now that means they're going to lose you as an employee. Mm-hmm. And for him to have this type of attitude where it's like, hey, even if I do lose you, mm-hmm. uh, did I help develop you at least? And you uh, did you leave this experience better right. than when you started? And I think that's just awesome. And it's just right. not common at mm-hmm. all that for people right. to have that type of attitude. Yeah. And, and see, and, and that's where the communication comes into place, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because... Like I said, it's you don't want to compete with your own people. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And and I because I we we were just talking yeah. about that earlier too, where it's like a lot of people. You know, once you get going, I'm sure you've experienced that they'll try to copy what you're doing right. now. And right. and uh, it's one of those where it's like just don't become competition. Right. Uh, we can all make money yeah. if we all you know work together. But oh yeah, and that did that was a, a problem the first year or so. Uh, that whole competitive mindset, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of did the the numbers in my head. I never wrote anything down. I'm like like three hundred thousand people in Lincoln. You know, yeah. how many detailers are there? I'm like this is this is ludicrous. I don't need to compete with these guys. Like instead bring them in, let's work together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is kind of how this evolved, you know, stop paying, you know, retail stuff. Let that's me amazing. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how many, you know, how many doctors do we have in Lincoln? There's more doctors than there are detailers. So we could all, if we all kind of help each other mm-hmm. out. So if I'm overbooked, I have zero issue, you know, Hey, give this guy, this guy, this guy a call. One of them might be able to get you in mm-hmm. today or this week or something like that. And again, it's to me, I feel like one, it opens the communication. We can bounce ideas off each other. Um, and I, I don't know, I just feel like it's just the right thing to do. I, I'm going to lose that client anyway mm-hmm. because I'm too busy. So why not get some? But, you know, you might not now. because, you know, that client might remember like, well, Joe That's was cool happened. enough to, yeah. to, 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 yeah. to not worry about the money so much. And then mm-hmm. still you they had a need yeah and even though you didn't specifically fulfill it you helped them yeah regardless so oh, that yeah, yeah. that's awesome they're gonna remember that. i would remember that at least yeah, yeah. oh yeah for you sure know, I, it's funny the the competition thing that you mentioned because i i caught myself even just a few months ago i forgot who there was some investor or something that i saw they were just like i don't know they were just like killing it like every just like freaking week i could see they were picking up houses and i, and I was like i got a little envious and i caught I me mean, i'm not like an envious mm-hmm. person and i caught myself and then I had to remind myself, I was like, God, there's, you know, I was doing the math, like there's 200,000 people in Lincoln, there's blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, like, and then looking at the, it's it's a fairly small community of investors in Lincoln that do it regularly. And, you know, actually, I would say professionals in it. And I did the math. I'm like, okay, I have no problem. No, like there's plenty See, of houses. I'm glad there. you brought that up, Dan, because it, it, something I talk about too, that I think I might've even mentioned it in my book too, where it's like, when you see somebody doing better than you, it's either going to be two things that it's going to cost you to feel envy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish, right. I wish that was me or I wish oh, I yeah. could do that or motivation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, on, I, I, I didn't even know I was doing it, but the more I started seeing it, the more I realized that I was more motivated, mm-hmm. right? Like anytime, you know, I would see somebody, Oh, I, I just built them on my acreage. Right. And it was like, man, that's awesome. Like it, it, you know, I would start congratulating them and it motivated me like, man, someday, hopefully, you know, or, or building my house now, you know, I, I would hear about it when I was, maybe I didn't even own a house at the time, right. you know, and it's motivation. So you have to choose that path when, when you see somebody that's uh, doing better, you know, with whatever business or whatever, just in life in general, it's like, okay, you're either going to hate, or motivate right. yep. so exactly but um what was the and with this shop because it, it's it's really nice um how did you was this the shop that you got right after that garage then or was right. it was there something in between yeah. so what happened was again it was three walls and a garage door and they we literally built a wall um 
to divide the shop up because I couldn't even afford I couldn't even afford the whole shop. So they I spent the money for the construction to build a, a drywall to divide the place. Well, the people that were renting on the other side were like, "Hey, we're expanding and we have more money than you." So damn, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, once your lease is up, we're gonna ask them to take over. And I and so they talked to me and again I learned this thing: if you pay rent on time every month without any problems, they're willing to uh, work with you and find a place and for you. And if all tenants knew that, right, <laughs> right. So uh, they, they, the guy told me goes go with the realtor and go look at about ten places. And again, got so much more help from them. Uh, I can give out the shout out to Thompson Realty, actually. So we found this place here and they they actually bought it with no hesitation and we worked the numbers for the rent. Uh, obviously rent went up because there's heating and air in here and it's a lot nicer shop than what I was renting from them in the first place. So everybody was happy. And then we actually bought the suite in August of this year. So um, so it's under your name yeah, now. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So again, probably just for listening to the podcast, just because I probably would have just paid rent forever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just easy. It's easier. Yeah. You know? No, so, that that's yeah. that's awesome. And and you keep saying that listening to the podcast. What are oh, some man. of the stuff that you've learned? Uh, just well, from our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, Billy wants his ego stroke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ego stroke that ego. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Uh, I didn't even know. I didn't even Stroked know. I right. didn't even know you. Uh, I saw, I think on Facebook, you were working on this podcast thing. And I'm like, well, I'm an entrepreneur and I know it all, you know, um, and I kind of followed you from doing your real estate deals and stuff. So I listened to the first one and the second one. I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then Stir 22 was on there. Never been in that restaurant, uh, then saw that podcast. So uh, I actually shot him a message like, man, that's a really good story. I love it. I got wings that that weekend, Thursday special on. on their wings <laughs> that's there. awesome. And I get them all that's the time. That's what I love you, about you, went, you did eat there, right? Yeah, I went that so, same yeah. night. I think yeah, we, we didn't have a meetup there or something. Well, we yeah. need oh, to talk hit up Charles and, yeah. and ask oh, for yeah, some percentages. <laughs> Shout out to Charles, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. No, his wings are. Dude, their, um, their whole menu is. I got them, but I think like two weeks. Like oh, he right. does them on Thursdays. Thursdays I think. Yeah, so, yeah. Wings man, they're, like they're amazing yeah. too. Yeah. But. Yeah. And then, so that's been my goal. And I think that's what opened up more doors for me is every time you guys hold a podcast, and I'm not asking any of the listeners to do this. But if you do great, because that's what I do, basically after that podcast, if I'm not intimidated by the person, because sometimes you guys have some pretty successful people on here, uh, I'll shoot them a message or a DM or something like, hey, listen to the podcast. Uh, I love your story. Um, you know, stuff that's like cool, that. Man. I still do that. Like with with bigger time, pockets, yeah. um, there's a lot of times that actually I so I've followed Max Maxwell for a long time, mm -hmm. just separately because he's a huge wholesaler out of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. But um I didn't realize that he he hadn't been on like bigger pockets forever, and so then he he was on just recently, and I didn't know his story like his I I, mean, I knew what he does and how I found him after he was already big, mm -hmm. but I didn't know like yeah. any of his origin story I guess. Right, and and that's what I love about this specific podcast. Um, these are real people that right. I could, if I needed to, I can just drive and actually meet them. I do the you know on bigger podcasts, I'll I'll message those guys. It's like they're getting you know. Who knows? You know, it's like but I think it's still cool to, to hear but, it. Yeah. Though, like, oh you know? yeah, so that's what I do. Like, uh, yeah, yeah I message them all, and you know, see what I more I can learn from. I ask questions about their story that I didn't get from the podcast, and um, I've gotten some pretty good deals off of it too. Sweet. Honestly, um, opened up some more doors, and I think it's worked like three times, and it's not that was not my intention. Then they ask, well, what do you do? I'm like, well, I just own a little detail shop, and then. Next thing I know, I'm doing my other vehicles. So now or, you yeah. owe as a percentage. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about yeah. it after the recording. Yeah. <laughs> no, I require me to do it. So, but yeah, um, 
so it being real people that you can you've i've known you since high school and then i've harassed you ever since you know yeah no, done. yeah you know and, and yeah. i was gonna say you're you're good at just following up man mm-hmm. and that's what yeah, i like because yeah. that's what it takes that that's yeah. i've done it he's done it like mm-hmm. i think uh if you want to get out there man that, that yeah. you gotta lose that whatever people think and you know well, not and, just that but like like you said um like you know along, along those lines though too like, like i said i i know a lot of times like i've reached out to people before and I don't really care if they respond because I'm not really trying to get anything out of them. Mm-hmm. I just do think that like the when you had texted me and were like, hey man, like I I I locked down my first deal. You know, it's you know, I love listening to the podcast. I appreciate what you guys like. That was probably the like the best feeling ever, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I appreciate that you said something, not so much because yeah. I'm like, I'm not like Billy, I don't need my ego stroke. But, <laughs> but no, but like it's I mean, I, I, you know, to be honest, like we we both we do this because we do want to help people. We wanna, right. you know showcase that or highlight that you know investors don't have to be one cookie cutter type person or type background or type ethnicity or anything like anybody can do it and so um you know the more we can showcase that the more we can represent different types of backgrounds and for people to see that and so it's just like i said i I don't care like i said i i I reached out to a few people that were like really big freaking successful people and stuff and i don't hear back sometimes they don't even read it i can see that they haven't read it but it doesn't matter because i'm just doing it just to be like hey dude like i'm just trying to give you some props for what you did and it's affected me and motivated me this week or whatever the case was and Mm -hmm. yeah you know i think people like to um we don't do that enough for each other yeah yeah Yeah. and and we need to yeah oh yeah and then touch base on when i did make my first deal it is it's almost 50 50 on uh you get to specifically oh man good job like what can we do to help you know mm-hmm. that's awesome it's going to be great first one's the hardest one etc is it true has it ended do you feel um like- yeah now <laughs> it is um, <laughs> that first month man i was i hit the ground running and i'm like man this a clogged toilet's the worst problem i have i'm in good shape um and we yeah i mean i feel like again i surround myself with a lot of mentors and i'm constantly bugging them and asking them so i feel like i've kind of had a little bit of a leg up uh, a few things we've run into a little one phone call or two phone calls here the problem is solved um but yeah and then the other 50 percent though of some people it's like oh dude i don't know what you're doing what are you thinking you don't even know how to lift a hammer to you know fix something you know so that kind of kind of sucked in the beginning because of another quick story i already made the deal you know uh already had the house on contract hadn't had the money yet someone encourages me to do that you know it's <laughs> last uh, it's the least of your worries yeah. man. the money will come so and i was afraid i was going to lose the deal so i'm like yeah man let's get this under contract you know i didn't even know what bank to contact yet but i remember i had a good friend of mine who's probably going to listen to this and, and i told him then too it's okay to be scared for me he told me he goes dude get out of that contract <laughs> he goes this is not a good idea you know um you're busy with this this and this and this house is going to need some work he, you know he goes uh just get out of it and i'm like it's all right for you to be worried for me man like i've got people i've surrounded myself to help me with this and you know these are what i'm gonna the goals that i have for it and- when even beyond that i remember one of the times uh you that i visited the place uh you you mentioned that us uh, even friends were kind of like yeah. just yeah. telling you like oh man this is crazy you're like, an why? idiot yeah you know yeah. but it, it does yeah. it comes from a, a good place i yeah. think they just don't realize that they're being more damaging than anything mm-hmm. else i mean it's just because like they're living in their bubble of safety mm-hmm. and they want you to live in your bubble right. of safety mm-hmm. and i get yeah. that you know even with me and my family like when i first like my mom is the most like safe person that i know right. like it's so funny when she watches my son like he'll stumble while he's walking and she's <gasps> she's about to have a heart attack every time so, so you know and so with me of course like i'm i'm the baby to her and so like when I started getting into the real estate investing, she had a lot of worries. She's like, don't, you know, blah, blah. Right. And so like now she literally is like, 
she she um she just paid off her house and she wants to take out a HELOC and be like, you know, do you need money? Do you know? I'm right, right. just like all about yeah, like yeah. all about yeah. because I've proven myself now. Like, yeah. look, like I can do this, you know, and I, you don't need to be worried type thing. Yeah. So I think but I also think there's a there's a borderline though of like, okay, being helpful or just being an ass. Because right. I had my right. shares where they're depends, like, yeah. Oh, when are you gonna stop rapping? Well, that's do different, something yeah. real with your life, right, you know? Right. And it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah and once i got over that cliff of like these people aren't trying to be some most of them weren't trying to be negative they were just worried for me right. they want the best for yeah you know, aaron and me and so i like i told you the one guy was like just get out of it i know for a fact that he wasn't trying to like be mean he was just worried for me um and he's still one of my really good friends um and then there are some that you just have to kind of cut out too because they can yeah. constantly be that negative uh, energy and I don't I just don't have time for yeah. it you know um, well and I'm once you start getting to that point you it's very clear like you really start seeing oh, like yeah. oh you know what like I like this person's energy I want to be around that energy more yeah. and versus eh, let me let me leave that energy love them from a distance yeah. I, because one thing I read on, on a few books uh maybe just one but I, I swear it's a uh, multiple books that talk about how at the end of the day if you do you know start basically love them from a distance means don't uh get yourself sick of like oh i can't you know and it's yeah. like nah just move on like right. you know be and on top peace. of that too uh on this podcast you told me uh well you told our dozens of listeners right. <laughs> surround yourself with a million you know six millionaires yeah. you're gonna be a millionaire surround yourself yeah. around what six crackheads yeah, you're gonna be a yeah, or yeah. method or something. Yeah. So I'm like, I took that to heart too. Yeah, yeah. Like, shit. I, so I, I, do, I do think it's important, for, you know, how you said, like, you do have to cut people out and it happens. And, yeah. you know, I'll say it on here because I know that those friends aren't listening anyway. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't matter. I've, I've had to cut people out because that is just like toxic to, yeah, to have someone is. that's constantly putting that stuff in your head. And, you know, our, uh, you know, I, I do think you, you can speak a lot into existence and mm -hmm. when words come out, you know, they get absorbed by you. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, you got to be careful with that. And, and I think anyone, you know, listening to this right now, yeah. I think when we, when I say this, when I say, you know, there's toxic people in your life that are negative that you need to cut out the people are listening. Like, you know, exactly who I'm talking about Yeah, in right. your life. That's what I'm <laughs> worried about. Yeah. And so I was like, you yeah. know exactly who you're talking about in your life. And if you even have to think about it, then that's probably the person. And, and sometimes it's family, you know, and yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's important. To, family, friends. Yeah. To, no, it, it, like I said, it, it's, it's definitely tough, but uh, I've learned like you, once you start doing it, cause I had the toughest time doing it, even, you know, 10 years ago when I started, you know, it's probably been longer, like 14, 15 years that I started rapping to now all my businesses in between, I would hear it, right? Like, oh yeah, cut, talk. And it, and it was one of those where it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, maybe we would bump heads and it, it reminded me like, oh yeah, I need to. Mm -hmm. But you love these people, oh, yeah. right? Like you, especially growing up with them and stuff. But it, at the end of the day, man, you got to cut that cord because if not, uh, I saw also a Snoop Dogg video over the weekend that, I'll probably say it wrong, but uh, the idea was, you know, your friends are here and especially I know with myself, it was always like, hey, come on, dude, here, come up with me. Friends, Let's yeah. how about you learn how to shoot videos? How about you learn how to uh, do graphics? How about you learn how to manage? Right. Um, and then from that to like, they're, you know, the construction. Hey, how about you learn how to go sell roofs at the time? Right. Or, mm -hmm. Hey, how about, so it was always me like, come on, Hey, come on shirts, you know, whatever business idea that I had, uh, you know, wrap with me. Right? right. Well, then you start growing this gap is what Snoop Dogg said, where it's like the gap you keep climbing. Well, if the people stay here, well, what do you have to do to 
go back with them is this and it's right. like life is not about that life is yeah. you know so it's one of those where uh, I think the older you get is when you start realizing yeah, that where it's yeah. like you know what um I can I still love you I don't I don't wish nothing against you but it's right. like let's cut the cord and yeah. you know yeah <laughs> I'll pray for you right. yeah <laughs> so, so with um so with you now getting that first deal out of the way like what what is what is your have you kind of established a little bit of a vision for yourself oh, yeah. or what, what what's that uh, like? call it a dream or call it a vision it's um, a vision I want to yeah it's both yeah it's both I Again, the last three, I don't know how, how long I've owned this house, three months have been encouraging, exciting. I have fun with it. Uh, one of the other things that Aaron and I talked about before we closed the actual close the deal was we don't want to lose a wink of sleep, you know, mm -hmm. over this, over this house. And we haven't. Sometimes I do just because I get, you know, excited, <laughs> you know, because yeah. I'm excited for something to happen tomorrow with it or not. But so I would like to, you know, I want to get as many doors as I can. I, I mean, just a like I tell people too, I'm in the preschool stage of, of real estate. Um, I admit it real openly. I told you, I told you, I don't know. I don't know crap, you know, so I'm willing to be, I love being the dumbest guy in the room. I don't want to be treated like the dumbest guy in the room, but the more I can absorb, the mm -hmm, better. Mm -hmm. um, just an example. I, I hear all the time on podcast after podcast, the burr, and it finally clicked in my head like last month. <laughs> so <laughs> like I said, I'm still learning and, and I enjoy learning. If it's something I like doing, which kind of goes back to that whole quarter of junior college, I didn't really give a crap about it, but this is something I like doing. I enjoy it. I like being around the people. Mm -hmm. So the more I can learn, it's easier for me to, you know, what, hold um, on to. What can you tell us about the this first house? Like, do you have any yeah, like, numbers on it? The deals, yeah. and yeah. the deal, why you've learned and oh, the pros yeah. and cons that yeah. you've kind of uh -huh. already. Uh, I try to, on this specific one, um, and I try to do this a, a lot, is don't walk. I don't try to walk into like, I know everything. In fact, I even told the the four or five guys, like, look, I don't know anything on this stuff so try not to you know overprice me or anything like that but you know if you do i'll learn my lesson um i didn't have rules or anything like that i i basically gave them the key and you know had them do their thing and do their job and you know pay them easily uh, i only had a couple hiccups here and there i had to call you to bail me out on a couple things mm -hmm. um but other than that i the, the process I don't know. I, again, I don't want to be cockier. It just doesn't seem as hard as what I thought it was two years Mentally, ago. Mentally. Yeah. yeah. Two years ago, I would have never thought it would be this not easy, but simple. Um, and, you know, I understand that the next one might not be, you know, so just try to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. And, no. And I so. think every deal that you like to this level that I'm at, I'm sure the level you're at, like, you learn something every time. Yeah. Like, every like, <laughs> I've learned more in the last three months than I have. Listening I, to all the podcasts, oh, reading. Oh, all oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, oh, yeah. Thank you for mentioning that because yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. do. I mean, you're always talking about going to college, you know, yeah. and just like, but you're doing it like mm -hmm. in in person, like, you know, you. If I had a deal and I didn't learn anything from it, I'd be so just. Even if I made forty right. grand, I'm yeah. like, exactly. if I didn't learn something, then it was pretty pointless yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. why, like, the deals that I've done that haven't been super profitable, I'm like, okay, I learned right. things that will help me be more profitable yeah, down the right. road, and it's really probably going to gain me, you know, millions of dollars. Yeah, as opposed it's, to losing. It's a funny because there's some sometimes with the construction, there's some clients that will bring up something like, oh yeah, we put the drywall up uh, before having the pipes inspected, for example, right? Mm -hmm. So then they're like, so yeah, can how much to cut it back out? Oh, and it was already oh, finished. Okay. So, uh, you know, and not just that scenario, but there's multiple scenarios. And I look at the client, I'm like, I guarantee you won't do this again. Yeah, and they're sure, like, yeah. oh, you're right. <laughs> so, you know, and, and you learn, you learn. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, it, as funny as it sounds, I've learned things from my exterminator. Me and you yeah. have talked about it. Well, so. Billy and I are learning about drainage right now. Man, so, it, and I think that's the power of being uncomfortable. I'll throw that in there because yeah. literally every day there's something new in this business that you have to learn. And yeah. I, if your mindset is set to go get over that hump then and it's fun because it's not your regular okay i get to work and then i'm typing this up at this time i'm doing that you just never know what the next day you know the next hour will bring (laughs) you know so So what are you gonna do with this house are you gonna rent it out Uh, still undecided um erin she's the uh she controls 51 percent of everything on this kind of stuff to make sure that i don't do something idiotic 51 percent that's interesting yeah, yeah I, like that, that, yeah. that's been our kind of our mentality 51 49 nice. on a lot of stuff yeah. just because again sometimes i do get too you know i don't even know the word i want to get on jump on something right was away it and she in our comes podcast real quick with because you mentioned that 51 i or i don't know where i heard it but the best thing to do is to give somebody 51 percent right. in a business yeah. partnership yeah because uh let's say whatever that partnership is, if I, let's say we're arguing about, oh, let's put tile in this room and three months, we could go to court and decide that if we're 50, 50, but if we have that 1%, Um, whatever that that person says, it's like, all right. And and you move on. It's like, all right, let's move on. I'll give my wife 60%. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. I always tell her, you know, you have the overall say and stuff. And the majority of the time she just says, yeah, just get it done. Or yeah, just do it. But there are some times it's like, wait a minute, you know, why don't you take a step back and think about it. And, you know, I basically, I kind of sell it to her, you know, like, and if I can't sell it to her, then I'm not going to be able to sell it, you know, to anybody. So mm-hmm. that's, it's been a good, it's worked out for us for the last few years. Sounds like a quality control for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. So, uh, what are you doing with it then? Still, you know, first you were going to flip it, right? First was going to flip it. And then again, I learned the burr. And then today, before we got on this, yeah. I got another educational lesson. You know, I might have to have a tenant in there before I can refinance. Or yeah, I was like talking about that. seasoning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, shoot. Oh, man, what am I going to do now? So they're basically we're still kind of undecided and um, yeah, whatever you do though, man, it, it's, it'll be right. It's exactly. But it's not cool though. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you can get options. You can have yeah. yeah. You have so many mm-hmm. options. You have you're you're into this. I mean, you're you're in deep already. You know, right. and not in deep in terms of like in trouble, but like you're 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 right. What three months into this project? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. Two but you don't months. have to exit it one certain way. You can keep right. it if you want, or you can exit and right. sell it, or Airbnb it, or yeah. right. you know whatever so you want to do. That's options. There's so many options you have. Not yeah. And that's, and again, that's kind of just on top of that. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I'm not stuck doing, yeah. you know, um, we were telling somebody, you know, I don't really want to call an audible and change what we're doing, but if something makes more sense, then at least we have the option to. Yeah. So yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's really is nice. there, that's, that's is there nice anything stuff. you've learned or any discipline that you've acquired that has translated from business to, to business for you here? Um, I guess the biggest thing is for where we're at now, um, if Aaron and I want to do something, we don't have to ask people anymore. And I think that's what we was the hardest thing to learn. Um, I want to sell products here. I felt like I had to get someone else, like a, approval from like five different people, you know, because that's kind of what it was with my W-2 job. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, Let's just do it. Well, what kind of product were you selling as a CEO, though? Nothing. No, not like that. Oh, 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 edit that out. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing that we yeah. learned is that we don't have to get approval for things. I obviously follow all the city laws, state laws, stuff like that, and mm-hmm. our own ethics. But other than that, if we want to take is, a risk and do something, yeah. you know, and if um, – I kind of made the promise too. We're not going to do the ramen three nights a week. But other than that, you know, I, 
it, that's kind of the biggest thing that I've learned is the only person that could hold us back is ourselves. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing that mm-hmm. people take away from this stuff is the, at the end of the day, it really comes down to freedom. Mm-hmm. Whether oh, it's freedom yeah. of your time, you know, freedom of your resources, whatever it is, is like we all just want to have the freedom to make our own decisions. And, yeah. you know, with with a W-2 job, you just you just don't. Yeah. Uh, you know? yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and all the things that you hear then, it's like, oh, my health insurance. But I, I can promise you right now that that's the, the least thing of your right. worries once oh, yeah. you find that freedom. And it's like. All those things, like it's just society in general telling you. And, and it sounds like you you went from that mindset to now this whole other world. And oh yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what you have in store. So, all right, man. So all the stuff you got going on, great things. Uh, what's next? What's next? Uh, well, get this house done. Um, get through the winter with detailing. Uh, it does slow down a little bit, but we've yeah. got some strategies we're gonna do to keep things afloat. Um, and you know, I'm always. I try to save more than you know than what we spend so we're always good over the winter but it would be um and then just work on the next deal um i've been told some groups of friends great mentors say what are you doing Keep, work on it now get aggressive get going like there is that little fear so i do want to get this one kind of done mm-hmm. unless something you know looks really appealing to us um but i kind of what i told you before this podcast is nebraska auto detail might be my biggest network uh at one point in time because i'd like to keep because so again, we're having, we're really enjoying the real estate thing and I see bigger goals from that. So, but I don't ever want to let this go. This is kind of my baby. Yeah. You know, so. You always need a hustle too, though. The mm-hmm. the cash hustle, right? Where Something you get that brings that cash, in that capital, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Get some extra cash to yeah. put it back into real yeah. estate. Stuff. Yeah. And I think, you know, you, I want to make that point that, uh, so you and I hadn't talked, I mean, for years, but by the time. Right. So uh, I was uh, I was selling my, helping my dad sell his old Jeep. And I hit him up because actually you, when you started this business, oh, man. you messaged Cold me. Dude, he messaged me. He's like, hey, man, just let you know, like yeah. I started this business. If you need something, blah, blah. I was oh, like, man. cool. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I, I never get my car detailed. Like, you should look at my car. It's a mess. But like, um, yeah, he, he hit me up. He hit me up and he was like, <laughs> let me know what he was doing, which I think that for one is huge. And it's important in your marketing because if people don't know what you're doing, they're not going to know to reach yeah. out to you when yeah, they need something. Help. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so mind you, it had been like two years probably oh, yeah. since you had sent that message. And we were, you know, I was helping my dad sell this Jeep. I was like, well, we got to get it detailed, you know? And so I was like, oh, first thing I did, I, was, I remember Joe emailed or yeah. messaged me. And so I'm like, hey, man, like, I, you know, I need this detail. Do you have time? He's like, yeah, cool. So I came, brought it up, brought it in here. And we just started, you know, catching up. It'd been a long time since we had yeah. talked. And one of the first things you actually did was ask me, like, what are you up to? What are you doing these days type of thing? Yeah. And, you know, I've kind of made it a personal thing of mine that I'm going to stop saying that I work in IT because, I mean, that's my W2 job. But I'm like... No, I'm gonna stop saying that. I'm a real estate investor, you know, and so that's what we started talking about. And he started asking a lot of questions about it. And you get me started on it, dude. I will talk for right, hours yeah. about it. And so I was probably about an hour. We were hanging yeah, outside, hanging just outside. like talking about it. And then you you started to like, yeah, you know, I was like, I'll probably hit you up about that, you know. And and dude, sure enough, he did, you know. And so like the fact that for one, you put yourself out there, yeah. like that you got this business started was really important. And then how you 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 still do it now when you have people come through that are new people that you haven't met. You ask them, hey, what do you do? Because you know that there's value in everybody right. and you can provide value. They can provide value. And so it's just like you said, it's such a huge network oh, yeah, for you. Yeah. And is that something that you're kind of like finding in real estate too, how important uh-huh. networking is? Oh, yeah. Yep. Because, um, again, I, I always tell myself, man, I know a lot of people. And then when you start opening actual doors and start talking to people, it's like, man, I don't know. I don't know shit. Right. Or I don't know anything, you know. 
compared to like you guys. So that's why I did. I started asking people, what do you guys, what do you do and stuff like that? You know, I'm not kind of, probably not going to make a deal with you right now as you're picking up your car, but now I have your car. Now I have your phone number. Now I can reach out to you, you know? Um, and again, I, I'm a big believer that this, the Nebraska Auto Detail business is what got me started on the real estate because uh, that's how I met Chris, got reconnected with you, mm -hmm. uh, a few others too. Um, so that's just kind of mm -hmm. how it worked yeah. out. And it's a great name too. I like the name. Uh, I'm not the most. You can see it on my face. I'm not the most creative person, so I kept the the name as simple. <laughs> as I, yeah, I you know there's some pretty cool cool no, ones out there. Good. I love and them. But before we wrap up, uh, I know that's kind of where we're going. Uh, what made you make the jump of a shop instead of like the mobile? Because I f I feel like I see the mobile thing a lot. Oh, mobile is awesome. I just don't like the cold. Yeah. Honestly, um, too cold for me. Um, I kind of liked having a place again, probably just because of the W two stuff. I liked having a door that I could go into, you know. And every time I walk in, I always tell tell myself, "Man, I I'm blessed to be here." Yeah. Um, what about so, like a like a pickup and drop off option? Is that something? Yeah, that we're working on pickup and drop off. We're working on being able to deliver products. Um, I don't want to give too much away. It's always been something that we were, it'd be a smart move on our end to actually do have like a mobile faction, I guess, of this, nice. you know, keep growing. Yeah, yeah. If you're not growing, you're dying. So yeah, yeah. And, love it. Yeah, yep. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Love it, man. Well, uh, I got a few questions I want to ask you before yeah. we head out. Um, if you were to look at yourself when you were young, what is one advice, piece of advice that you would give yourself? Oh man, so back? many, so many things. So how young are we talking? <laughs> uh you choose right? okay. how about uh, when you were in that nine to five right the nine to five younger me uh i just i would tell myself you know you're going to be an entrepreneur someday um use what you're getting taught because you can learn something every day or you can just you know kill yourself in that nine to five so i was just starting to ask questions for guys who tried businesses or whatnot so i would just tell myself you know you're going to get a lot of no's but you know the few there's going to be some people that are going to surround around you and rally around you. And, and again, just another shout out to my, my running group at the time really did rally behind me. And they're like, yeah, man, you can do this. You know, you don't know shit, but you can do this, you know, and that was really encouraging mm -hmm. um, from their end. Um, and my history too, but my dating life was pretty crappy, but tell myself you're going to find the one. I tell her a lot, you know, that I'm the reacher and she's the settler. She hates that. But yeah, I, I, I got really, I'm really glad that her and I, you know, met. No, I, yeah, I like that. that. I always, you know, yeah. I always think it's, you got to marry someone who's too good for you. And, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. she is hundred percent. She's going to get mad at me for saying that, <laughs> you know, but oh yeah. No, that's awesome. And that's yeah. awesome. Uh, if there were three steps to success, what are the three steps? Uh, probably one, if you have an idea, write it down, whether it sucks or not. I mean, I've got a book of all kinds of ideas and it just takes one or two. You know, you're, you know, you can, was it your guys' podcast? Maybe if you're batting 400, you know, you're going to make the hall of fame, mm -hmm. you know? So all I need is four good ideas out of, you know, 10 or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And even then it's, it's not, you know, um, the other one, I don't, I try not to overextend myself. You know, I, I have goals. I want to do all kinds of cool stuff, you know, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you know, there's a, to me, I feel like there's a process, you know, I, I'm not going to try to do a, you know, a multiplex deal right now. Cause I just don't feel like I'm ready for it. But when I, I get the feeling that we are, then I'll bother you and bother you again, mm -hmm. you know? So, and three, enjoy it. You know, I, Again, I won't do anything if I don't enjoy it anymore. Mm -hmm. So if I wake up and start start hating detailing, 
which I've always loved it. But if I do, if it starts to be something where I wake up like this sucks, then I'm going to have to have the kid take over a lot sooner than what I want or, you know, but have you ever thought of like those, like, I don't know if you've ever seen them like late at night, those reels or those TikToks of like detailers just cleaning. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I get encouraged. Some people tell me to start my own deal. Dude, they say it's satisfying. I, it is. Like, it is. Ah, I'm like, I, I watch those. I'm like, why am I, I mean, it's been an hour and I'm watching <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, my assistant. She, she told me that's what got her to want to be a detailer in the, <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. They might want to think yeah. about that, you know, like yeah. when we, when we spoke with, uh, Renee from true North, yeah. they're a marketing uh, yeah. firm. And that's what she's saying. Like, that's what's, what's big is people love those little yeah. 15 clips, second clips, yeah, you know, yeah, right. A shout out to Renee. She actually does our SEO stuff. Does she really? Yeah. And of course I hired them before the podcast and sure enough, she was on it. That's hilarious. I, so I messaged her, like I messaged majority of everybody. Mm. I'm like, I was pretty confident in your guys' you know, how you sold me on everything. And now I'm excited and confident. That's and cool. I know. Yeah, that is cool. So, and it was on her birthday. Was, was was that when it was released? Or maybe it was just when I was able mm -hmm. to listen mm -hmm. to it. So It yeah. was around that time. Yeah, it was like a week after. Yeah, yeah. Week before, so, think, yeah. Cool. yeah, shout out to True North. They're That's awesome. Awesome, <laughs> That's awesome amazing, team. Yeah. Um, and then my last question that I have is, if you were to write a book, what would be the man, theme or the one. title? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Again, it kind of just goes back to the, you know, you're going to be told a not know a lot um when i applied for a loan actually for the detail shop uh the guy's like remember i told you guys my business plan was garbage yeah. and he's like you're gonna do a little bit more than this and then so i went to a place to help me with a business plan and that guy pretty much told me that i was you know i didn't even know this guy he's like you're not doing this like you don't oh, have wow. yeah and then so you just got to be prepared to be told no and if i could write a book that would be maybe the first few chapters of this person told me no. So then I try to figure out, well, how am I going to get it to be a yes for the next mm -hmm. person type deal? Mm -hmm. So I don't really have a cool title yet. But yeah. 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 yeah no, awesome. it's, yeah. it's always, uh, the, every no is closer to the yes. Yeah, you right. Know, yeah. So yeah. sell especially, but yeah. I think Dan has a couple yeah, of man, questions. If, uh, here. if there's anything that our, our listeners can, can bring to you, that's of, of value right now. What do you, what do you think? Is it? Other than like more deals. Right. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I want to increase my networking. I think that's been said a few times from other guys and gals. Um, I, I, I love listening to stories now. I love taking people out to lunch and I, I've worked on this a lot. Let that, and it's, that's why this is kind of hard for me. I like to just listen to what they have to say. Yeah. And sometimes uh, if I'm eating lunch with that person, I'm done eating and they haven't even get started yet. Cause yeah, I we went to lunch and he like barely touched. I'm like, did I just eat that fast? Or like, <laughs> what happened? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. You so, I do eat fast. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I would like. I'd love to network more, hear more people's stories, hear what got them to go to where they're at. Um, and what stopped them from, cause I mean, unless everyone hits right away, you know, I'd like to know what stopped them on other ventures and stuff, you know, and stuff like that. I just, like I said, I just love hearing other people's stories. It doesn't even have to be entrepreneurship, you know, what got you one running marathons, what got mm -hmm. you, you know, anything. Do you still so, do that? You still do that? Not trying to blame it on COVID, I blame it on myself, but I just kind of stopped running a little yeah. bit. But uh, actually, I'm working on a deal with uh, somebody right now that we're going to start hitting it hard, and we're going to work on some personal records for 2022. Cool, so, uh, what is yeah. it, Doug? Call that a a. a, a Partner, success partner. Yep, success oh, okay. partner. Yeah, yeah. So cool. that's going to be one of our goals. Um, so, and we don't know if we're going to make it into a side hustle or not, or just something for ourselves to get better at. You know, we. I'm very passionate. I love running. Um, I just haven't done it in the last year. So I mean, I haven't done it in. Right. 10 years yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not bad <laughs> right, yeah so no that, that's awesome man um well 
Thanks for having us here, yeah, man. This, this awesome. Thank you guys. Awesome. Um, like I said earlier, I made it. So once I got on this podcast, <laughs> I made it. You're retired now. Thanks for All having right, us, guys, man. I appreciate you. it. Um, everybody out there listening, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram at that, that Minority Report Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel and then anywhere podcasts are available. So let's get it. I'm no stop. My hand to please don't segregate You dress in a suit I can't relate Minority report can't ignore Being rich from poor and your credit score My hand to please don't segregate You dress in a suit I can't relate